right, we're, we're starting now. I'm here with uh, Terrell. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy, man? Well, I actually just started. Um, I'm still in my first year, pretty much. So about, about eight months. I started May 1st of this year. Wow. That must have been tough with, like, COVID and everything. But it, at least you, like, started to do it. Was that that a hurdle or was it easy to find like mics in your area? Well, there are no mics in my area. Like, right. <laughs> they're like nothing regular. You know what I mean? You know, Lana Epstein runs the freaking rat, you know, so that's kind of close. But as far as like the Lehigh Valley, it was, um, they're almost non-existent around me. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, um, I got lucky because I saw basically my buddy Joe, Joe Ferrero, he was, he had been doing this already, you know. Yeah, yeah. COVID stopped him, but he had just been getting back into it, starting up shows, you know, when we were allowed to, like, when they when they loosened the restrictions. So I started to go and watch his show, and I'm like, wow, like, I really want to try this. And I've always wanted to try it. You know, I've always wanted to right. do it. So, just, I approached him, and I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's like, hey, you gotta go to open mic, so I'm not just gonna put you on stage and show you. You know, I didn't know kind of how it worked. Right, yeah. Because you, know? you see it, and then, like, if you're, like, you know, you're, you're obviously do it, it's like, you're like, oh, I can do that. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, like you don't know. It's like, I've been on stage before, but not trying to be funny. But, you know, I've always been trying to make people laugh. Right. So, so, um, how, uh, so who were your, like, favorite comedians growing up? Oh, did we drop out? Uh, are you there, man? Hello. Oh, hey, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Uh, I want to ask, uh, like, who were your favorite comedians growing up before you started doing it? Like, in my, you know, my later teen years, uh, Chappelle was, like, a huge. Yeah. Like, huge growing up. You know, I think for anybody, I'll be 38, you know, in, like, two weeks or a week or something. Yeah. So... Anybody my age, like, you know, we came up watching them. But, like, I remember, like, one of my earliest memories is, like, my family is watching, you know, Delirious overall. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm there in the room. Yeah. You know, it, it was a different time that people would allow their kids to be, you know. Oh, yeah. Were your parents... <laughs> your parents let you watch him? Yeah. That's like, pretty cool. And, then, like... You know, just I remember Bruce Bruce, you know, from like comic view time. Oh yeah, like, Bruce Bruce, like, yeah. Like nineteen ninety eight, ninety seven, around those times. And, like I don't know, just so many comedians. Like I remember like Janine Garofalo and like Margaret Cho specials and like Don Marrero from like the early nineties. Like yeah. you know, I've always been into comedy and like all comedians, like you know, 
summer early. And I thank my mom for that. She really was like putting me on to SNL and yeah. The Simpsons. Just like Oh, that's so cool. Really my whole family, because everybody was always just ridiculous and we were always laughing right they must be psyched that you're doing comedy are they pretty supportive oh yeah my parents they really want to come out and i'm not ready yet like all right you guys (laughs) yeah it 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 can take a while you know to to get people to come and see you because you're just like you want to get good enough and it's like you know i think you're you're getting there like your stuff i just always think you work really hard and you have a clipboard and everything. It just seems like, you know, it's really cool. Like just to see someone put that effort and be like, you know what? They're going to do it. And, uh, you know, it, it can be such a tough thing, you know, especially if it's not in your area. Like I really commend you for that. Cause it took me a while to do it because there wasn't a thing in my area. So it was like, I had to start with improv. That was basically my thing was like, there was no, there was stuff around, but it was like only, like, they really only let, like, older people really were, had the reins of it. So it was, like, tough. And now we have a much better community. But do you feel like you get along pretty well with everyone? Like, do you feel like you've gotten, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I really, I really haven't had any problems with, like, 99.9% of, you know, I've only, like I said, Known as somebody a year. I've met so many comedians, and like for the most part, everybody has all been pretty great, great people, you know. Yeah. But just, you know, a couple of people early on, I guess, didn't, I don't know. I guess you gotta take everything with a grain of salt. But, you know, people make slip comments. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not supposed to And so, yeah, you're always like, you never know. It's like. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. Recently, at that time, that wasn't funny. Oh. Are you are you like crazy? Right. I mean, you know, not not to say that I'm some freaking. No, but I mean, like, industry. yeah, it's crazy the things that people will say and be like, you know, so brazen about, and like, you know, I just that's the one thing that's always so interesting is like, you know, comedians spend we spend a lot of time talking to people like publicly. But a lot of people just don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's weird. We're we're very like socially like it's very weird how it can be. I always say like my thing with like how unprofessional comics are. I'm always like, I feel like musicians and actors are so much better. We're like babies. We like don't know how to act in front of people. <laughs> like, well, I think, yeah, like sometimes it just people. Some some people just have a lack of awareness about like what's actually I try to always be like, all right, this is what's happening. I don't wanna make any extra scenarios in my mind. I don't wanna attribute like, oh well they said this, so they meant this. Like right. you know, just be aware of what's actually happening and like don't jump to conclusions, I guess, or anything. Right. Especially yeah, some people don't or they can't regulate that. Yeah. So do you feel like, like I see you, like, do you mind if I ask you about the, uh, the clipboard and everything? Like, how'd that sort of come about? Well, that was just actually a gift 
Um, I don't want to repeat the joke, but the joke itself isn't true. It was just a gift from a friend. Oh. <laughs> and I just thought, like, the whole thing that I say is, uh, I don't know, it was just a funny thought that I had. And I tried it out, and it got a laugh, so I just went with it. Right. And it's good because it's like a memorable thing for you. So at least like people will be like, oh, that guy has the clipboard and he's, you know. That's... Yeah. And I mean, it really is well done. She did a, she did a nice job on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, uh, like, so you've only been doing it, like you said, since May, right? May 1st. May 1st. Wow. That's crazy. Like, do you, and you feel like, like you're, you know, I know there's not a whole lot of places in your area, so like you go to Lana's, right? And then yeah. we've been doing her uh, her new mic too, and that's been that's been fascinating, just based off the the group of people there for the audience is yeah. just they're they're very much like like to explain to you to people listening, they're very much like uh just from what I've seen, like, a very, like, right-leaning type of place, and it's a very, like, small, like, town. So to really grab them in a way is good, and I've seen you do that, which is, you know, as it must be, is it intimidating to do that, or do you feel like you've gotten, like, Dave, you've gotten them? I feel like I have. Like, I was just there again uh, last Thursday, the day before yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I will be appearing next month at the show again. Oh, that's um, great. But Were you on the last one? Right? I was. How'd that go? It went pretty great. I actually had the set, but you can't hear a word I say. You can hear some crap laughing, which I guess, you know, <laughs> you know the stuff is random, but you really... It's like listening to the like Charlie Brown teacher and I'm like on the microphone. You can't hear them really out So but it was a great turnout. Well, I don't know who was gonna do a great turnout. There was a great turnout that crowd was there to support and laugh, you know, and everybody did a super great job, you know. Right. So, um, so it it was in, like, you know, going I guess into a different you know, that right wing crowd, a little different. But um, actually, it was last month, or earlier this month. I was up in, like, uh, Pecksville, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which, I was coming off the highway, and there was this huge Donald J. Trump 2024 or something. Uh-huh. So I'm like, where am I going? Like, what is about to happen? Right. Uh, So, like, if you can just make, it's all about just relating to people. That's all it is. And just, like, if your jokes resonate with people, that's all that happens. And also, it seems like, you know, you mentioned being, like, comfortable from people. And I ask if you, do, do you have any other, like, stage experience? Like, 
from performing before doing stand up or anything? Well, yeah, like pretty much like every black dude my age, um, I was going to do a famous rapper. So uh, from like 15 to basically a couple of years ago, I mean, I hadn't really done any performances as far as rapping or like music for several years, but like coming up. And that era of hip hop, right? It was about lyrics and data work. So, like for years, I was you know you go to a party, you go to an open mic, you go to a, a literary ballad, you know, where you sign up and you have to face against someone, you know, eight mile style terrible combat. Right. Doing that for years, uh, then just doing regular performances for like you know all of my. 20s pretty much so yeah like I've been in, in front of people doing that yeah for years so but that's that's, that's different than comedy battling is a little bit more similar to just like performing song right you must be uh you haven't done any roast battles yet have you I have not I would love to do that. you would be you would probably do really well with that just thinking about it, like I just, I've, I've seen the movie on. I know that those things like exist, but like it's just crazy to think about that. And like, I would think like you have to be really sharp with that. And like, really, that's a good way. Also, I would think to write comedy because you just need. It's about like finding that thing about that person and being entertaining with it. Exactly. So that must have been a uh, a thing that was just like. Not easy, but, like, a way to, like, mix it in. Do you ever feel, like, incorporating that in any type of way? You know, people always ask me that, and especially, like, my, I'm still, like, close friends with, like, my two, two of my best friends uh, that I used to make the music with. Like, we have albums with the music together, and they're like, hey, man, how can you, are you, like, think about, like, like a funny rap song or something like that, but I can never like if you go listen to my old music, like there's shades of my like I guess my comedic personality in there. Right. But it's I can never marry the tune to way like somebody like Redman, I don't know if you know Yeah. He is like he's a funny dude, you know. I yeah. Like, he couldn't get stand up. That is his songs are like that, you know, like he's yeah. from certain raps. Uh, I was always, I try to do like, I don't know, I guess a serious art, like, I don't know. Right, like, I get it. You know, you know yeah. Like, like, when I, when I sang, it was the same thing, it's like, you know, I, I, I could do, you know, it's a completely different art form to you at the time when you're doing it, so you're like, you don't know, like, how to mix it. So, th I totally get that. That's the thing that, like, happened. But, but it's truly, like, it's almost the same thing because you're just, you're manipulating the English language for an outcome, like, for someone else. Like, when I'm taking a, a 16 and it, I'm trying to be clever, I'm trying to make really turns of phrases so to get your reaction, and your reaction you know, sometimes it might be a little chuckle, like, oh, that's a clever thing. 
Right. Right. Do you have uh do you have stuff from like I bet you probably do have stuff from your music days where you're like, oh, like this could never be said now? Do you have stuff like that or do you think it's pretty attainable? Oh, oh, yeah. Like like I would just imagine like given that time space of everything. From, the early, from, the late, from basically the late nineties, early two thousands where you could kind of say whatever you want. Um, and that was also like Almost a goal to like kind of be shopping. Right. Uh, Eminem is one of my favorite rappers. Oh, yeah. I like Eminem. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, you can't say that, but yeah, I definitely have some stuff that, you know, it's like, I could say that. Right. I could say that now, but you know, it's, I was almost a fool. Like, oh my God. Right. Do you feel like pretty much with comedy? Do you feel the same way that you, or do you feel like you have the ability to do stuff now that you wouldn't be able to do sort of lyrically in your music? Like, I don't know. Is there more freedom to stand up or is it, or was there more freedom in music? I guess. Well, it's weird because with the music, I felt more freedom because, I don't know, I was a young kid. I, I, I wasn't really thinking about, that wasn't the culture then to think about whether or not. Right, of course. This will get me, I can't say this. Right. I kind of feel the same way with comedy. As long as you're trying to be funny. And you're, I don't know, you're, it's not coming from a super malicious place. Oh, yeah, happens. me too. That's the that's the same thing I always say. It's like, it's always, you know, that's the tough thing now, I think, is because, and you've probably seen this in music because people do it for a myriad of reasons, you know. People do comedy now. Most people do it to entertain them because they want to be comics, but some people do it because they have a voice and they want, you know, to share some type of message, and it's always that way. So, uh, was your... Did you ever, like, do that, though, in any type of way? Like, I don't want to, like, assume anything, but, like, did you... Did you uh, ever... Like, what type of topics did you do when you were doing your uh, rapping stuff? If I can ask that. All right, um... Right. Like, you know, the world's messed up. It's hard to make it, but I'm going to keep trying. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, just kind of a lot of bars about how good my raps were. Like, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And that makes sense. Early, early on, like, some, like, you know, I was, I remember sitting with my producer, Chris Moore, who like engineered a lot of the 
the majority of my stuff early on. And like you're watching the like invasion of Iraq when it's happening. You know what I mean? So like but then I'm like talking about, you know, just I don't know, random political I didn't know what I was talking about, but it was just like things that were going on in the world and my life, you know, sort of so it's like not necessarily conscious, but not super like gangster. Right. Because I'm not a, I've never been a tough guy or anything like that. And my music wasn't, I wasn't trying to portray that. It was always like, right. I'm going to be myself. And is he, is he, is he like that? Like me? Maybe you're like myself. Was that like a hurdle? in doing music, like, was that expected, or were people pretty, like, open to that? Well, people always did seem open to me, because of, like, my rapping ability. Right. But, you know, back then, you know, if you weren't, like, I knew people, and I came up with people who were and their songs are super, super drug dealers and like they're doing all this. But it's like, hey man, I know your mom. You don't do any of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was the, I can imagine that happens. You know what I mean? That was the general theme of nowadays. Like the kids who are going to do music now, like they had it kind of good because they can, you can literally come out and just do whatever you want to. And if you, it's, you know, with social media and putting the music out there, like, it's so accessible, you'll find people who like you for exactly like what you're doing. Right. And I think that was definitely tougher back then. Like, you almost had to fill the image. It was, didn't fit the image, your skills just better than, right. so exceptional that it didn't matter. You kind of transcended, transcended trying to fit into what's, what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. You mentioned having, like, albums and, like, tons of stuff. Do you ever have, like, an inclination to, like, release anything? Or is it sort of something that you're not doing? The first album that I did, it's still online. It's been there since, like, 2000. Like, I don't know, four or five. Oh, wow. It's called, on the last session, it's called a look back at the future, looking back at the future or something. And, um, I, you know, I have some SoundCloud stuff, but, like, with anything, I feel like you have to have that passion. Right. If you, if you don't have it, like, I'd rather just support all of my time, energy, and thought process towards comedy. Yeah. At this point, because I'll put it to you like this. This year would be the first year that I didn't record any song. Oh, wow. I, I did last year, I, I recorded one song, and it was a diss track to this co-worker that I didn't like, but it was the only way, like, nowadays, if I had an issue with a friend I'd probably just make a, you know, I'd make a bunch of jokes about it and talk shit about my co-worker on stage. Right. But I didn't have that refer- reference last year. Right. So I was like, this guy is really pissing me off, and he read a diss song about it. Right. What was your first? The last gasp was right. What was your first stand-up set like? Where was it? Uh, well, uh, 
not that I started this year, but not the year before, but the year before that. Oh, okay. No, I did. Like, I started this year May 1st, like, four or five days a week going to high school show. Right. I had gone to three open mics previously, like, like once every, like, eight months. And right. It went well. It was weird. Like, the first time, I don't, you know, I was at some coffee house in Alabama. Right. I forget the, the name of it. But, um, I did really go. Well. You know, and I was like, okay. But I didn't know to keep the ball rolling. Like, you, you can't just go to an open mic and then be like, hey, I'd be pretty good, and then just don't go again for eight months. You know? Right, yeah. But then I was also scared in a way because I had been listening to so many comedy podcasts and so many, you know, well known comedians that me and you both know. Yeah. Said on this podcast, you don't do good your first time, and I kind of did. So right. Like, okay. I know a couple okay. people who did good their first time, and then it's like always that. Was your next time, like okay, or did it go? It was going good, and then I just forgot. Like I, I was up there for about two minutes, and I just totally blanked. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Like, I always get so mad at my memory of stuff. And, like, that's the one thing that always happens that you want you want to keep the momentum. It's all momentum. So you're just, like, you want to keep the laughter going. And then it's, like, you feel that dip. And it yeah. just goes out. When you're... I didn't know what to do. So I just, I was like, okay, thank you. Right. <laughs> when you're traveling with Joe, do you guys, like, riff a whole lot? And, like, the... Like the car when you're traveling and stuff, I always love doing that with uh, uh, DJ. But yeah, we'll be, you know, we listen to a lot of music, just talk about it. Yeah, it's always just so fun. We'll just be like talking about something, and we'll be like, "Oh, that that's what we can do." <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know, we'll come up with stuff, and we'll be like, "Oh, that's cool." And DJ's such a good writer. He just, you know, he's way better than I am at coming up with stuff. Like he works like, three hours a day, like, writing jokes. And, like, me, I'm like, I'm going to think of something at, like, three at night and be, like, <laughs> work on it. I just typically do that um, aggressively because I can't, I can't turn on even back when, like, uh, I wrote, like, rap jokes, I couldn't just be like, okay, at this time, for this long, I'm going to go for all of Right, I'm always I catch that vibe. I have that feeling. It's like, oh, something needs to come out, and I'm kind of the same way now. It's like I just sit down and try and write something, and it just I get nothing. But like, I'll be I tell Joe this sometimes, and we were riffing on that because I'm like, hey, you ever just let you laying there, going to sleep, and like a joke is just like playing out in your head, right? It's like a dream. You know, it's like the setup's there, the premise, everything, the crowd, like, you're in the class. Yeah. And he's like, jokes are coming to me for me, you can shut up, you know? And I'm like, uh, but I just had a, it's, all right, so give me an example. Recently, I just said this joke, but it was like, I got a message on my phone. It was my, and my friend talking to another friend in the group chat, 
and I like literally glanced at what he said, and the joke just popped in my head. I wrote a damn thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The way I always explain is like I have something, and then I have to explain it to normal people. I'll be like, okay, how do I explain this to functional people? So I just saw that in the train in the morning, and it's like, yeah, I was like, what am I gonna talk about? How am I gonna bring this up? And it's always so, so cool to see that. So, uh, do uh, let me pump out. Come for Johnson that way. Uh, so, how much like this kind of a cheaper question? I guess combo wise, like, do you, how much material do you think you have now? I mean, do you think you have like five minutes? Yeah, yeah, I would think so with you because like it just seems like when you get up there, you're just a real workhorse with what you have, and you're gonna like just what I've noticed. This is just me complimenting you. Just have a good like going up there and realizing like, okay, this is the situation I'm in, and this is how I'm gonna survive it. Because I just noticed that like you know I I don't want to keep bringing it up, but like when I saw you at the uh, was it the Ford, I guess it was the like oh, how's this going to go? And then it's like, oh, he just completely crushes it. It's like, uh, that must be from, do you feel like it's, it has, because uh, I, I always go back and forth on this, like, I don't know if I'm comfortable from performing in general or just from stand-up. Do you feel like you're comfortable, if you have your stage presence from, is it similar your stage presence to your rapper was it, or is it very different, like performance wise? Like, I guess the way that you sort of come off on stage. I mean, it's definitely different performance wise. And I guess even presence wise, because when I first started stand up, you know, it's a different, like you said, it's a different animus. Yeah. So, while I was comfortable just like, you know, some people were like, I could never go up on stage. Because, you know, I've been up on stage. Right. So I could go up on stage. So, like, now that I'm up here, it's different because, you know, people don't usually happen during the song. Right. It's it's a different medium. Like, you go up and perform it, and there's really no crowd interaction unless you're like, when I say something, y'all say this. And, right. You know, there's really no avenue for probably like that. Can you? Yeah. When was that? Like, the time is different because you're standing there, uh, you're saying what you're saying, but people have, you know, they're so drunk and like they're moving out, like, they can just start talking to you while you're doing So it's good, you gotta learn how to avoid that, you gotta learn um, coming from music. Just like there might be some silence. What are you gonna do if you say something that you think is funny and that's worth somewhere else? And it doesn't work here, how are you gonna react to that? Like how Right. Yeah, I guess I I that's an interesting thing to think about that I never really thought about. Like when you're working on like music, is there sort of like you know you mentioned like having some stuff was there ever was it how does that happen like when you like how can you tell like a lyric or something doesn't like work when you're in music as opposed to like comedy is it easier or is it like 
pretty much the same. I think it's, I think it would be hard because the time would be literally just that. Instantly, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like rapping, and then it was like, all right, well, 
I'm an MC from this neighborhood. Right. Well, this the MC from that neighborhood says he's a better MC, and then that's where like the battle aspect came in. Like, oh, we're gonna, I'm a better MC, so I'm gonna battle against you. But um, nowadays, like I listen to some of those guys in the battle leagues talking. There's definitely like a hierarchy. Like they'll be around uh, big name artists that we all know or heard of. Yeah. And they look at them like. I forget who it was, but he was like, like these guys, like the say like uh, I don't know, Buster Rhymes, right? Yeah, he'll be the some battle league guy, and he'll be like in a session or in a studio with a bunch of people, and he'll be like, yes, rap, and this, the guy, the battle guy, will rap and they'll praise him and be like, yeah, that's great, but then like you don't see these guys on songs together, right? So it's like, yeah, so. I, definitely a hierarchy but I look at it like if you're trying to be clever with your rhymes like I can't I can't knock that right so when did you this is kind of a corny question but when did you like realize like you were funny was it your teens that usually that side sort of came out of you because that's what I felt like I felt like it came out in my teens and the way I sort of explain it is, like, socially, it's like a video game. It's like, just, pr- or, like, it's like a game. You just press that button. Like, oh, be funny, and I can survive. Like, did, is that when you, your friends sort of, like, notice, like, oh, this guy's funny? I was, it goes back further. Oh, further. I remember, like, I was always silly. Right. And trying to be, like, you know, class clown. Right. Silly attention. And... Some kids did it by just being bad. Like, right. But I just felt like if I was trying to make them laugh, there was always like that little bit of redeeming. Like, man, I'm trying to do a good thing. I'm doing right. Bad, you know? But like, I don't know. I just, like I said, growing up, my family was always, there was always a laughter. There was always like, just everybody just, you know, everybody was funny. You know, right. So, and I don't even know if I'm the funniest person in my family. Like my mom's, my mom had like eight sisters, right? Right. But the one that's she's the oldest, and the one that's right under her, like she can just. This lady is so unintentionally funny with everything, like the way she acts, right? The way she is, and it's like she's not even trying to do this. So it's kind oh of yeah, weird, you know what I mean. But I don't think I actually got funny. Like, in my teens is when I was really, like, making my period like, right. crack up. Maybe in, like, middle school, I was trying it. Because I was, like, always a bigger kid, like, taller than everybody. Right. Bigger, but I was, like I said, I wasn't a tough guy. I was goofy. Yeah. You know, I grew up around these tough guy little kids. So, yes, that was definitely a way to, like, you know, trying to sweat and trying to be like, hey, don't bother me. I'm hilarious. That's what I'm going to do. Right. You know? When you were, like, a class clown, did you, like, how are your, like, teachers and stuff, did you get in trouble a lot, or were you mostly, like, did it not really affect that? Uh, I didn't get into too much trouble because uh, I wouldn't push it too far. Like, I push it far enough. Right. So that they would, because my teachers liked me. I was that kid that was, I was, I was, I was that kid that would like 
be the class clown, not really do paying attention, not do my homework, and then when I get a hundred on the test, and then the teacher would be like, well, you know, you're not, they would get upset with me because they knew that I had the ability, but I was too busy, like, right. trying, trying to do a joke. Was it, was it easy to defend yourself, like, from being messed with or being picked on when you had that sort of, that humor with you and that side of, like, being very various? Did you think it helped? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, once I learned that, it definitely helped, you know? Because, like I said, it's, if you make someone laugh a couple of times, you're definitely like, right. This, this person's all right. I'm not going to fucking bother you. And then you take, you take it a bit further, they're going to be like, I'm not going to let anyone else fight it. Right. You know what I mean? So, in a way, for sure. Are your friends, like, interested in seeing you do stand-up, do you think? Or are you? Oh, definitely. I get, like, from my closest friends, like, my two best friends, Chris and Eric, they've come out and supported, uh, like, so much, you know, in these past eight months. And a couple of other, just other people who I, I grew up with in high school, you know, uh, We've come out to support multiple times, and it's like that's really cool to see. Yeah, and I get it. Like, like I said, I'm older. Right. A lot of people, my age, you know, they got a lot going on. They got their families. You know, our shows are like near nights a week. But like, there's been a few like really big supporters. Like, like I said, people who are my best friends, but there's other people who like I wouldn't have thought like my boys Danny, my boy Kenny. And you've mostly been able to just do like regular stand up. You haven't, have you had to go into lockdown or anything because of COVID and do like, did you ever do uh, like Zoom shows? No, I, I guess that was going on like last year. Right. But now, like I said, I started really. No, I I tried to do it once and then I was like I didn't really know the person that well that was running it, so then I was like this is my thing, I was just like, Oh, if I wanted to do this, I'm just gonna go on Instagram or go on TikTok and make something. And my thing I always have, my joke is like, I can't I can't transfer, I don't know how to transfer my comedy yet to, like, sketch stuff. Like, I'm always, like, you know, I always say, like, you know, uh, I think about, like, a stripper, she can become, like, a cam girl and do online stuff. For me, I have no way to show my comedy tits online yet. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, no way to show it. I'm like, how do I do this? I know so many great people that are just good at that sketch stuff. Have you ever, like, growing up watching... Chappelle show, have you ever had that sort of, like, an interest in that ever? Like, in sketch? For sure, like, even before Chappelle, like, you know, like, like I said, the first comedy sketch show I was in that was, it was the Tracy Oldman show and Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. And, like, for years, I'm a kid kid, like, seven, eight, nine, I wanted to be on SNL. Oh, yeah. Then that too, but there's actually 
when I was in high school, we did a SNL style uh, sketch show. Oh, that's so cool. And um, that was fun. But uh, I don't know why. I guess I didn't really live in school after high school. So I guess that's why I didn't really pursue anything like that. Right. But, but yeah, I, I have that. I don't know. It's, it's like you said. Don't know how to shape those different you know, comedy tips online. Like I don't, I have maybe ideas for sketches. Right. I would like to get into it, back into it, I guess. Um, but at this point, I think you know I want to be a super, super, super strong stand-up before I like try and start. Right. Out. And I don't think you could do that in eight months or a year. Yeah. Or two years. So I'm just gonna, you know, as the ball keeps rolling. Yo, it takes time. You know, it's yeah. it's such a thing. Like that's the <laughs> that's kind of the, the uh, it's really it is a crazy thing with doing stand sometimes because like uh, I seen him, I forget his name, but there's like an older guy that I first saw at the Forge, and I felt so bad for him. Cause it's like a sec- his first time, and then it's like, you know, people have to be. It's uh, showing people like the grind. I guess is like the thing that's that's funny to me now. It's like when people are like, "Oh, how long have you been doing it?" It's like six years. It's like, yeah, and I'm here. It's you know, you're working it out. You know, exactly. People are like, that's the one thing that I always say. Like, you can't rush anything. Like, that's my one one of my like advice things besides like you know, being, you know, that's one thing I say, it's like, you just gotta, like, expect the journey, like, that's what it is, and that's the fun part, you know, the fun part of just doing all that stuff, you know, writing and coming up with some of your friends and, like, you know, meet, and meeting other comics and doing all that, do, um, have you watched any recent comedy specials or listened to any albums or anything, like, I guess the last song. Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. Oh, really? What do you listen to? Uh, your mom's house, Two Bears on Games, uh, Bad Friends. Oh, yeah. All those are. Uh, Tiger Belly. It's so crazy, like, how those guys become, like, personalities. That's the, that's the funny thing to me now. It's like seeing those guys just be like known for their personalities. Like, uh, um, I know you mentioned uh, as no. Did you watch Man TV? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, big man, big man too. Yeah. Like that's like if you think about it, Bobby Lee. Like I've been, you know, I've been watching. Yeah. Bobby Lee for like twenty. Yeah. From Man TV to now his podcast. Yeah, he's. He's been around. Yeah. Yeah, I was curious. Like, I, I wanted to ask, like, if you had seen uh, any of Chappelle's, like, special or anything. I didn't watch. I've only seen clips of his new special. Right. I get accused of sounding like Dave Chappelle. So. Right. Oh, I understand that. I have consumed so much of his, you know, obviously Chappelle's show and, like, 
all of his stand-ups ever. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, I'm going to watch it eventually. Right. Like, in in its entirety. But, um, ever since I really started, I haven't watched much stand-up of other people besides, like, my peers that I, like, two guys that I see at the night. Right. Just because... so much stuff and you know it's like it just depends on where you are like with it like I listen to some more stuff and to me that's that's interesting like to think of like what has like the people that you can watch and like you copy like it's so funny I, I always get like even now people are like oh you're so, like so I always think like I'm still like way too much of like copying other comics that I listen to and stuff and I'm always like just trying to keep that Influence, but be like my own. Uh, so, what else do I want? <laughs> uh, we, I've sort of been there, so I don't really know if you. I've seen anything that just happened, but and I know that you've only been doing it for like a few months now. Uh, do you have any interesting like heckler stories? Oh, really? How'd that go? And it, would, it just went terrible. Because uh, I don't necessarily know. It's not ingrained in me what to do. Right, yeah. Me too. Like, I used to be so aggressive. I used to be so passive about it. Like, I would just, like, leave the stage, be like, tell me through my legs. Now I'm, now I'm the other way. I'm way too mean. So it's like... <laughs> And that's the thing. I don't want to get mean. Yeah. Because it doesn't... You know, I, I, my boy, my, one of my boys, Chris, who's like at the... Chris Hanner, they were both at that show. Here. Right. And, you know, and they're big comedy fans too. And they're like, no, man, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. You gotta, and I'm like, yeah, I, but that's not what I'm here to do. Right. You know, I just want to do this material. Right. Does the traveling, like, and all that stuff always, like, 
get pretty hard for you, or are you pretty cool with it? I mean, I'm pretty cool with it, unless I just which can. I was so tired yesterday. Right. And, and normally I would drive up to this, uh, this make-up and record content on Fridays. Uh, because I, I'm, like, I get out of work too late to make it to, like, I'm kind of getting out of Right. I get out of work too late to make it there. So I usually go up for four cars and it's like an hour and some change from Easton. And I just physically was so fucking tired yesterday. Right. I just, but that rarely catches up with me. Like, I'm usually just so jazzed to do it. And if I didn't, like, Joe had a, he actually had a show yesterday, but if he was, if he would have drove, I would have, you know. Right. Like, I just, like, me driving, I was just like, I couldn't do it. But I went out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, okay, so you went out on, yeah. yeah. So, where'd you go on, so you went to the Forge on Thursday? Forge on Thursday, yeah. Yeah, how was that, Mike? Yeah, I, I have like a mixed view of it because I've only been to a couple of them. See, but I saw you kill that. You saw what? I saw you kill that. Oh, really? You thought I did well, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, I never know how, especially with a new place like that. Thank you. That's, that's nice to hear. Uh, you, you definitely got to feel it out, especially the first sometimes. Yeah. Like, I love going to, uh, the Rat is such a great place. Do you like The Rat? Oh, oh yeah. I love just the... The cool... Th- the, the one thing that I really think about that is just... Like, we have our own... You have your own community there. That happens with mics nice a lot. Is like, you just sort of... It becomes a place. It's almost like it becomes like a sitcom. You're like, oh, this is the... Per- this, is, this is like the reoccurring characters. And you know, we have like EJ and I'm like... like <laughs> Singing when people characters. <laughs> yeah. I remember we were sitting out back at the <laughs> and yeah. this girl walks up. She's got like a flip of Hennessy in her purse. Yeah. Like her left titty was hanging out. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. She's like, whatever. She has a fit. You've all seen it. She's got a huge dog with her. And we're like, are you a comedian? She's like, no, it's just a random character. Like, this woman is from a movie. Right. Yeah, wouldn't even get put out today. Right. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You're like, oh, yeah. And that's, a, that's one of the greatest things about it, is like, when that stuff happens, and you're like, yeah, this is it. It's, uh, it's very cool. Um so yeah, it really is. that was I don't mean to cut you off. But no, it's cool. Was, like, listening to so many podcasts on like this couple of years that was the ramp up and some like doing this. Yeah. Like everything that they that I would hear comedians say. Uh driving going on the road, driving from here to there, go to open mics to do five minutes comedy. We drove an hour and a half for right. you know, hackers or just random crazy people that then the hand afterwards. Like it's yeah, true. yeah, and it's always like one thing cool now is when 
Yeah, it, it's always cool you hear that. And, you know, that's the one thing, one of my favorite, like, quotes ever from, like, Louis Anderson about bombing is, like, he talks about it. Like, that's the only time that you learn anything is when something goes bad in comedy. Like, when a set goes, well, you don't really learn anything. Nothing really happens. But when stuff goes, and when stuff happens, that's when it's exciting. Like, it sucks during it. Nothing happens, and it things go well, you feel good. Yeah. But you're right. You don't, you don't learn anything. But when you see something happen, you're like, oh, now I know what to do now. Now I know what to do after. Like, uh, yeah, uh, last week, I hosted a show. Oh, you hosted? That's cool. Yeah, I do want to say, like, Joe Ferrero, he's been, like, freaking instrumental and, like, super gracious. Like, I don't know, he he gave me the ability to host a couple of shows. So, um, there was this man, it was me, Nate Marks, and uh, Abby were standing outside waiting for the people to show up. And I see this man appear. And across the parking lot, and he just makes a beeline walking towards us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look, we have a, a random train coming right now. He walks right over to us. And uh, the man was, you know, we were all there. He was crazy. He was speaking in tongues to me. Right. He told me his name was Jazzy. Then he said his name was Mbaku. I was like, okay. And then, next thing you know, he's in the venue. So I'm like, forever how come i can't remember their credit and everything it's all the little stuff it's definitely a different experience than just doing just you know coming to do your your set and then not worrying about anything else but i guess uh, i remember this person's name and i remember to like this person right oh did i start the time Instagram at Rahim Rahim 
game underscore Rachmaninoff. And that's a mouthful of stretch, just saying, but I'm a regular name. Okay. 